All right, we're just going to do something a little different to start off. Uh, I'm going to interview me. Well, a version of me, maybe played by my soon-to-be 11-year-old daughter. This is her impersonation of me talking to the boys. So how are you going tonight? I'm going good. <laughs> and uh, what are you uh, hoping to talk about tonight with the boys? Oh yeah, just kids, how they're annoying, you know, have a couple beers, watch some cricket highlights, you know, yeah. So what are my hobbies when I'm uh, hanging out at home? Watching cricket highlights, basketball highlights, soccer highlights, AFL highlights, just the Golf highlights, even, you know. And why do I like hanging out with the boys? Hanging out with the boys? You get to drink beers and scream at the top of your lungs when your team loses or scores a point, you know. Oh, dear. And what am I like as a, as a parent most of the time? Oh, well, I mostly don't do anything. Sit around all day, drink a couple beers, watch some more highlights on the TV. I usually blast them, blast them at a high volume, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so do you want to just introduce the uh, episode of the podcast, Talking to the Boys? Talking to the Boys. <laughs> of the beer oh else is here judge martin chops is on his way yeah it's good because the he hurricane should, he, of awesomeness yeah needs to be a part of um it is too. us talking about wigo and his life change i'm still like it's not me it's you i'm still trying to wrap my head around your life change wigo <laughs> Well, that's what I want. I actually wanted to talk about. That was okay. one of the things right. that we'll, well, we'll get to. But but I I can't overstate how happy I am for you. Yeah, that is. Well, thank you. It's... We do we do like you, Wiggins, and we like you to be. Uh, yeah, in the dark. <laughs> well, in the... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Turn the machines back on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, we'll get. Yeah. Well, I want to get into. I want to talk a bit more detail about that because uh, we'll try and tie all of your three sort of experiences of the last few years sort of together. All right. We're talking to the boys. Uh, so it's the the old crew from What a Pair of Trousers Days. Some podcasts that no longer exist, thankfully, uh, for all of us. Um, I've got Stu. Hey, Stu. Hello uh, to you, uh, fellow hosts, and yes. all your lovely listeners. Thank you. And I've got Wigo. You've heard from Wigo enough. Moving on. And I've got Hello. Ellis. <laughs> Ellis, is, Ellis is back. How are you, Ellis? Hello. I'm very well. Thank you, Matthew. Thanks for having me on again. Now, I've got a question to start off with, a random question, which uh, I believe I, it was on Twitter probably years and years ago, but it's always stuck in my mind. And the question is... From growing up watching lots of cartoons and and uh, children's television, did you expect to encounter more quicksand in your life? I actually thought I'd um, run across more anvils. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, quicksand definitely thought I thought it was definitely something that was out and about. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've definitely I've I've watched on numerous occasions the how to get out of quicksand videos with the expectation that it would come in useful one day. Yeah. So hanging out for that. It mm. needs to be a how to find quicksand video. Well, yes. Well, probably my thing was always assuming that if I ran off the edge of the cliff, I would hover in midair with my legs still running for a few seconds before falling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Is that yeah, the best the thing to do off the ten meter platform? <laughs> yeah, to run in midair, yeah. yeah, that's the way. Yes, I, I was just interested because, uh, yeah, there was a lot of quicksand about. My um, brother-in-law basically, uh, I guess the equivalent of like he he's, he's a fisherman and he uh pretty much encountered quicksand i guess it was quick mud for mm. one of a better term and he said it got like he it went up to his waist pretty quickly uh before he knew what was happening uh usually he said he would test but he was in a hurry and he said it just like the mud was so is this like a sand bank or on yeah, a yeah, shore? well, like just a, a, like in a mangrove, I guess. Like mm. he, he he like catches um, lobsters and crabs, and so he <sighs> said he was looking for that, and he didn't test because he was in a bit of a hurry. And he said, "Yeah, for like a, a good five seconds there, he was like, oh Jesus, Is this, uh, all the all the quicksand cartoons have come in." <laughs> was it, how did, okay, all right. How did he get out? I guess he saw. He said he sort of just shimmied. Like oh. at first, because he was like, oh, am, am I, is it going to get deeper? Is it going to pull me? But he said he, he just started to like sort of shimmy a little with his yeah. hips. And he, that's he dug like, his way up, idiot. Yeah. He pulled himself, <laughs> pulled his legs out with his face. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. wonder, like, does he like being a fisherman? Yes. That's one of those things where I, I feel like I would like it, but then probably only for a couple of days. Right. Well, he, um, I mean, if I, if I was smart enough, I would tell you his business because he, he runs like a, he's got a charter fishing um, company in Nelson Bay. So he's got mm. like a boat that he takes people out. And so he loves it. And we also love it at Christmas when he brings lobsters and crabs oh. for Christmas lunch. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I, lobster overrated. Uh-huh. I agree. Yeah. <sighs> I agree. But when it's free, pretty good. Well, properly rated. Yeah. Properly rated, yeah. Free seafood. Free seafood. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you think it's overrated? I mean... Highly, massively overrated. Can we defer Did to he... the chef, please? Yeah. Ellis? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I love lobster. And, but well, I, it I, used I, to be... Having said that, to, like, you know, I think... It used to be poor people food. Yeah, and I think that all, it's the same as, like, yabbies and stuff now as well. Like, yabbies... Uh, going mental at the moment around here mm. so like i'm trying to get the kids out to the billabongs but it's not going to happen anytime soon watch out for quicksand and, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, exactly quicksand. but um yeah like yabbies are, they're like 75 bucks a kilo for yabbies now and like you know talk about poor people food it was like literally the scum food yeah. so yeah but they're deli- like yabbies are actually tastier like smaller and tastier than i think lobster is and you know they're like a sweet big prawn so yeah, it's I like like you know, as you say, free lobster. You're never going to say no to that. Oh God, no, no. Yeah, I, I'm the same with crab. I, I just I just like yep. It's See, crab's a lot of effort. A lot. Crab's of effort. a lot of effort. It's a lot of effort for very little reward. Is the thing with crab. Yes. 
Yeah, and and but that's and why like, God made soft shell crab. <laughs> that's right. right. <laughs> yes, that's why I made beautiful butter sauce. But yeah, my uh, sister-in-law, she doesn't eat crab or lobster, so she's had situations where she's cooking up. If he's caught a lot, and she'll be cooking up like twelve lobsters or something like that, just to give to other people, just in a big pot. Mm. She says she feels like she's uh, like in some stereotype on the docks, like with a big pot and an apron, just sweating, just uh, cooking up lobsters for all the uh, natives around. The old fishmonger's wife. Yeah, she's a fishmonger's wife. And she's like, yeah, great. House smells like lobster. The mm. lobster juice gumbo. gets everywhere. Yeah, making gumbo for people. It's, oh, yeah, not great. Anyway, so that's the quicksand <laughs> section <laughs> gone. I'm sorry. If you want right, to leave, all right, covered, people have to go. We've covered... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rating rating level of lobsters and quicksand. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, uh, if any of you need to leave, that's fine. I understand. Um, I now we uh, we've had quite the few weeks in uh, terms of catching up. I guess and we have really all hung out together for I want I want to say five years, I believe, and then yeah. we hung out twice in seven days. That was incredible. Yeah, so we, we uh, all met up in uh, Kayama for a horrible experience watching the grand final. Um, and <sighs> you, should, you should point out to people that the reason for that is because we live a fair way away from each other, not just yeah. because we're lazy. And we can't stand to be in the room. <laughs> yeah. Wiggins gives everyone a rash just being around him. Or <laughs> It's not like Forever that. throwing anvils. <laughs> yeah, anvils. Yeah, he's got anvils everywhere. Um, yeah, but we we uh, you know live fairly large distances away, and and uh, yeah, it's not it's not always possible. But we booked, uh, I think in May or something, to spend a few days in Kayama. Luckily, our team made the AFL Grand Final, or unluckily, as it turned out, because that was horrible. Um, so we were able to catch up with all our family there, and then a, a week later, we I booked in to go up to Wigos. And then Ellis was up there for a wedding and, and Stu said he would pop on as well. So we all got to hang out, which was lovely, wasn't it? It was marvellous. It was. It, it was lovely. Cards. And we were meant to play golf and I'm kind of glad we didn't. Oh, really? I, well, I, I enjoyed sitting on my ass and just <laughs> yeah, playing cards with you guys a bit more because... You know, Getting invited to play bridge was pretty cool. Yeah. 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 So we went to, a, went to the leagues club because it was raining and we we played cards 500 for five hours which is you know not unheard of when we're all together and yeah yeah the locals came and uh, asked us yeah to join the bridge club the locals we integrated with the locals they <laughs> accepted us they accepted us as their own and again like uh, we, we'll get into a bit more detail but sort of like when we're together reverting back to you know, the way we've always been, it was the same as being in the leagues club you know, 25 years ago, where for some reason, everyone, no new people go to the leagues club since we went uh, all those years ago, because everyone was still older than us. Yeah, Considerably. It's a, it's a very, it's a soulless <laughs> place, that place. I mean, it was, it was fairly dire. Like, yes, it was dire. Yeah. Like it was, it was lovely catching with you guys, obviously. But the actual club itself is club. Club culture is an interesting thing in Australia and New South Wales in particular. I think 
like the fact that clubs are predominant over the pubs and everything. So they're and they're all very soulless. <laughs> it doesn't mm. matter what they do in there, it just feels dire and desperate. Yeah, I mean, even the fact when we were there, like we were talking about Friday night was the lovingly termed grab a granny disco, where it would be in the back disco area. And even when we were there, they were moving all the tables and we're like, oh, they're setting up early for that. But no, they were setting up for a poker tournament on a Friday evening. Mm. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it's it, that was very strange, I, I felt, was to go back and be like, we're still the youngest here by 20 years. Like it used to be. <laughs> That's what I meant by a considerable margin. It was, it was bizarre. But also, like, you know, I guess the club operators are savvier now because back when we were going, we had lots of entertainment options. We had snooker tables. We had uh, interactive trivia. We mm. had we could do a bunch of things. Now, yeah, it was all for free. You could all yeah. for free. Yeah, yeah. But if they had that stuff now, that would just be taking time away from people playing the pokes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah they got to get rid of all that stuff. That people yeah, clear all that from. out. And just make it sort of sad right. or more this, soulless. That's right. They, yeah. they, they need to have less people, less reasons for people to come to the league. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's what they need. <laughs> also, also, I don't know. I don't know how they're kind of rostering and works and so on. But I reckon at about two thirty in the afternoon, we were moved along from where we were sitting playing cards. Because they wanted, they were packing up tables for a poker tournament that started at seven thirty. Yeah, <laughs> and that was a really good cards room. Like yeah. I, I can understand why they're playing poker in there, but they could have at least left us in there for another three hours, three five hours probably. Yeah. <laughs> we were in the corner, and we could see the water, which was nice. Yeah. But anyway, do you hear that chattering classes, listeners? We could see the water. <laughs> we could from see the water. Cards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you, so, do you think your listeners, your listeners are keen to hear if we sat around one afternoon playing cards? Well, you know, like if we took notes like we used to do when we played cards, then we could have just done a transcript reading back, reading back through it. Now, I don't know uh, if we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but there was one famous night of us where we stayed up all night playing cards in Newcastle, the four of us, um, literally all night. And then Stu drove from Newcastle to Wagga, which is how long? Ten hours? Eight hours? Eight hours. Uh, yeah, I'll say eight from Newcastle. You haven't Probably. made any memories of that trip? Uh, no, I, I'll just say law of averages wise that I probably broke down somewhere along the way. Because <laughs> that's was this um, top heavy van day. This, this was this is my yeah, I had a van which we called the top heavy van um mm-hmm. because it didn't take corners so well it felt a little <laughs> bit like the weight was too high to the top of the van not low enough and um and so yeah uh, it it's um always had fuel filter problems oh hmm. so, you're, so you're another right. thing your listeners will probably be keen on <laughs> here uh, so, can that be the title <laughs> When you said when you said you broke down, I thought emotionally you were talking about. Oh, because they're like uh, staying up I? all night and then driving nine oh, hours. No, or no, no. I was over the moon and spent the night with my friends. All right, I, I I never understood your how your lack of sleep. Uh, I guess how you managed. I look, yeah, I don't know. I just 
I um, I probably got some psychological problems that (laughs) keep me from sleeping restfully. Yeah, fair enough. I guess so. We might delve into that uh, some other time, maybe off air. Uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe not with a professional. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's uh. Yeah, the, the lack of sleep. That I think that might have been one of the only times where I felt like a concerned parent, where we may have actually uh, tried to call you, make sure you had arrived, because yeah, yeah, just anyway. That's fair. It's not a small trip. No, uh, it's um not the worst trip I had from Newcastle in that van though. No, no, there was a time when again I broke down probably three quarters of the way home yeah um and um had called nrma to come and help me but um i really needed to poo (laughs) oh god (laughs) did you have a beanie i was wearing uh my uh cronulla sharks beanie which had probably (laughs) i probably had since i was a child um i didn't have any other receptacle in the car Mm. Um, I think Ben asked me at the time, why didn't you just go and poo in the bushes? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I didn't want to go too far from the car in case the NRMA no, guy showed up. Yeah, it made sense. And if I was too close to the car, you can bet your bottom dollar I would have been lighted up by I the headlights <laughs> while, I was, <laughs> while I was squatting by the side of the road. Right. So I had to discreetly... Yep. Again, Jesus. I don't know if this is this, this is, is staying in. No, I'm not editing this out. This well, is, I was going to say, I, I, I immediately while I'm talking, I'm just thinking about the average chattering classes listener. I don't know who that is, so that's fine. Well, all right. Well, they're either beanie enthusiasts or <laughs> or poo enthusiasts. Yeah. So, so I reckon that's a Venn diagram where with a fair bit in the middle. Um, well, sorry. I, 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 while we're, it's a I know, circle. I know, yeah, that's right. I know we're where we've uh, digressed immediately to talk about Stu's top-heavy van, um, and I know we've talked about this in the past, uh, but that's on a podcast that you can't find, so that's great. So, Buckland, I want to just the the, the strongest memory I have of the top-heavy van. Hang is, on a sec. I sh- I'll finish the story. I shat in a Oh, there's more. Okay. <laughs> I shat sorry. in a beanie. Yeah. We need, well, I didn't get you know to what? it. Sorry, you're right. The audience was like, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> sorry. Were you, were you in the car? So no. did you do it in the in the van? Yeah. Were you like in the, the back of the van? And you, yeah. you dropped it in the... Oh, did that not stink out the van for the rest of the journey? No, I don't think it was too bad. Which is surprising, okay. considering some of the stuff we usually ate at your house. <laughs> yeah, there was <laughs> nachos. Oh, man. Guaranteed a, nachos dinner. Wow, Russian roulette, really, really playing that beanie. Jeez, if especially if it was aged, there could have been some real seepage issues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the other problem though? Is that the top heavy only van- one? It didn't fit after you, after you washed it. <laughs> oh, I didn't wash it. <laughs> uh, you access the engine from inside. I hadn't oh. thought about that at the time, but the NRMA man turning up. Yeah, yeah. He, you know what? Stu wasn't the person to ask about stench. Right, it. it was the NRMA. Yeah, <laughs> he knew. Can I say you're pretty confident on the consistency going on there as well, mm. aren't you? Oh. 
I reckon you can tell. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I don't, don't, still, I don't know. You just don't know. You just don't you know. You don't know. Anyway, I wouldn't be betting. I reckon I'm close to 100% success rate of <laughs> predicting when it's not going to be too solid. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Mr. No Look Wife Wiggins is talking about the inconsistency. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. If anyone knows, jeez. Uh, I, po- I apologise to your no? chattering class. Of course not. Of course not. The Do you have a name a- for them, by the way? Oh, oh, no. That's a good question. Or they have cute- to name themselves. I can't name them. Well, you could have a cute name like the the Chatterati or the, the, the Chat Potatoes. Oh, <laughs> Chatterati sounds pretty good. Yeah, Chatterati's good. Oh, good. We've enabled. We've, we've... That's better. What did you say? Oh, Chattanoogas. <laughs> all right, all right. We've we uh, everyone listening. You are now Chattanoogas. Yeah. Start a mm. Facebook group. That's fine. You you have to do it. I'm I'm swamped over here. <laughs> Press and record <laughs> and stop. <laughs> Hard work. Now, Stu, bring it back to Top Heavy Band. Oh, can we go to someone else for a while? No, 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 no. This, this is. I, I was thinking about this, and I think about it regularly. Is the time where we were driving back from Wagga and we were a bit loopy, and oh, you yeah. heathered yourself to the steering wheel. Yeah. Well, I guess that's the product of no sleep, right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. I think exuberance that I was leaving Wagga for the last time. Now we I don't know if we've talked about this on air and maybe we can cut this out, but didn't you hit someone as we not hit someone, hit someone's car as we were leaving Wagga? There may have been a nudge and <laughs> and and I reckon the statute of limitations is probably all right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh hundred. But, but um, it also it also like made so much sense that you would Lightly tap another vehicle, mm. and then li- like literally leave town. Like we, we were forever. literally leaving town forever, so it just was like, "All right, let's go." Um, I, I, in much the same way that I feel I know the solidity of what's coming out, <laughs> I felt that the tap wasn't strong enough for no, any wasn't strong enough. No. kind yep. of damage. Yeah, so. No um, I did okay, so for context, because you know it's necessary, uh, I went to uni in uh Wagga Wagga mm. town in Australia, and um, as I was ending third year and leaving forever, Matt came down and we did the road trip together. Um, I, I didn't get to do the thing that I wanted to do, mm. which was you know, when you're young and you think you're making a statement, but you're not actually saying anything at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, um, I'd done a, an art piece at uni, which was essentially just uh, a blood-covered toilet. Um, <laughs> all right. And I was going to leave that on the council steps <laughs> as I was, le- <laughs> as I was leaving town in some sort of political... <laughs> Some sort of political comment. I didn't know anything about Wagga Council or what their policies were. Or is whether it, is that art now yeah. hanging in your second toilet? <laughs> so a, a bloody toilet next to my functional toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regular toilet. Separate toilet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I, I I don't know where I left. I might have left it on campus somewhere. 
So it's just a you wanted to just be basically a representation of your feelings towards the entire Wagga Wagga Shire. Is that and the and the council building is is no, the, I just uh, think I thing. wanted I don't know, I just think I wanted people to go, yeah, man. Yeah, bloody yeah. toilet. Yeah. 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 Bloody, bloody toilet. toilet. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I feel the same oh, way. I get it. Uh, but yeah, you made my ass that. bleed. Yeah, that's years. right. Didn't yeah. get around to that. Town. <laughs> Didn't quite get around to that profound political statement as no, I left town. Sadly not. So yes, yeah, mm. so we're, we're oh we will. Oh, so Stu tethered his tracksuit pants using the tie of his tracksuit pants to the steering wheel. <laughs> I, I think. Come on, let's be fair. Yeah. Let's, you know, set the scene a little. Okay. Not much sleep. Nope. We've been driving for probably four and a half hours. Yes, and and you had been driving, as everyone who has was around me knows. I didn't drive then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone did the driving. And I think we've been playing some music and dancing a bit. We were have, we were pretty loopy. I I, think, we I remember a laughing weird. a lot. Yes. At horribly inappropriate things. And we we there was a laugh. woman in a black Land Cruiser who looked like Blanche from Golden Girls. That's right. We loved um, her. We followed we, her for We a got bit. a bit obsessed with her. Yeah, and then we got lost. That's right. We, and we, then we were got so lost. loopy. We yeah. all of a sudden looked around and went, where, where, where are we? We're not where we're meant to be. Yeah. And, and then for some, for some reason I tied my tracksuit pants to the steering wheel. Yeah. In, yeah. Hang on. Were you in Sydney at this time? No, yeah, like, we like weren't in. southwest Sydney somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'd be the equivalent of the M5 region i guess where we where we're like heading into city but we didn't want to we needed to bypass it so yes yeah, Stu ties his pants to the steering wheel but then up ahead we see that there is an enormous roundabout and we have to turn right mm. right so Stu and i couldn't untie my <laughs> had done a very easily. good job Tying a knot, his scouts had <laughs> taught him how to tie a pants knot to a steering wheel. Mm. He had his badge, and yeah. So what I got to see was panic, uh, followed by a genius maneuver of Stu unbuckling his seatbelt and standing up in the in the van, <laughs> sort of thrusting his groin <laughs> along with the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. So I do often the funky duck man. Yeah, doing the funky duck man. Yeah. I do often think of anyone who might have been at that roundabout looking <laughs> in the front window of the van to see a man <laughs> thrusting at the windscreen yeah. as he turned. I just loved it too because it was like the like I said before, equal parts like stupid but genius. Like how quickly he realized I'll have to unbuckle and stand up. Otherwise, I don't know what we were just going straight, I guess. Just going through the roundabout. Going through the roundabout, yeah. So then we had to pull over straight after that and just, you know, compose ourselves. Yeah, thrusting all the way, of course. But... <laughs> thrusting all the way, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I don't know. We got very stuck on the top heavy van. But as, as we, again, we've said before, that was like a, a fifth member of this group, I guess, like a friend yes. that, that, I, that I do miss. Hmm. All sure. right, so, so far, yeah, I've... <laughs> Pooed in a beanie yep. and tied my pants to a steering wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling that people are getting a pretty good picture of me now. Let's move to let's move on to someone, someone else. else. Yeah, anyone else pooed in a beanie? No. Um, what I wanted to who's doing origami? <laughs> what is going on over there? So I thought someone was eating chips uh, from a bag like a horse. That's what it sounded like to me. 
<laughs> um, what I uh, wanted to ask everyone about, well, really the, the impetus to this, like getting you to record, was after we hung out all that time, uh, obviously I came home on a high. It's a lovely time. It's good for the soul, catching up with you all. Um, my lovely wife just said randomly, like, oh, it's good seeing everyone, yep. And she just looked at me and she said, which of you, which of those four do you think, or of you four, do you think has changed the most? And I said, oh, Jesus, I don't know. And she said, and who's changed the least? And I thought about it and I said, I don't know. And she was like, no, no, like, give me, like, think about it and give me answers. And I said, uh... Uh, okay, uh, I think Wigo has changed the least and Stu has changed the most. And she said, why? And I, I got, I had no answer. I was like, I don't, I, I really don't know. Um, and so I asked you the same question. Did you have any, any answer? Did you think on like who had, who of us has changed the most or the least? I, I had definitely thought about it, but I came across the same issues that you did, where, which was that I think I still see us all, even though we're you know, nearly 30 years down the track, as basically the same people. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, we've, yeah, I, I, mean, yeah. I mean, obviously physically we've changed, but I think our sensibilities are now... You know, just who we are as people has has basically stayed the same. But I think also it's difficult for us to judge inside the bubble because I think we revert to type around each other as well. Mm. So it's a it's a bit of a loaded. It, it's it's not good data, as we'd say in the biz, Ooh. because we're not really because I don't think that it's not a the it, you need the kind of yeah yeah I think you need to kind of you need to almost have that control group from the outside looking in to say because we as i say i think that within the group and i i I actually really physically felt it on that friday that i felt myself no i can't think of a better word than regressing back into who i was when i'm Mm. around you guys in a very positive way like you know i I felt Mm. it's like slipping back into that comfortable patterns and the way that we talk and everything going on it it felt incredibly comfortable and so i don't know that it was as i say i think that we're probably if we were to ask other people from the outside and kind of looking in but Mm. within the bubble of the the friendship, it's very it's very difficult to kind of say because I don't think that we're necessarily the same people outside. Like I, I don't know, am I right or wrong in that? I just say I felt that very. No, no, that's 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 right. When we, we, were, we when we were t- when we were together on a Friday, it was like oh, this is just slipping back into the old yeah say, because, those patterns and rhythms and yeah, like slipping back into a pair of Wiggins' enormous pants. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's right. So, it, yeah, <laughs> it's impossible for us to kind of know for sure because, yeah, you're right. We do, we do kind of, you know, get back into that groove, I guess you'd say. Mm, are, are we self aware enough, Ellis? You, you mentioned like slipping back and regressing into a type. Do you, yeah. Any, any, uh, like, can you clarify what you think those types are? 
Well, I suppose, and that was going to be my next question, is that, you know, there's the the famous kind of the foursome um, trope that goes on in um, popular culture. So, you know, you've got the Ninja Turtles, the Golden Girls, which one, <laughs> and Tony, okay, Tony well, always <laughs> says, which one of the Golden Girls is who in the, in the, um, out of the foursome? Uh, and, you know, she, she's, she's, she's very adamant on who. Sorry, Stu, did you say I bags Blanche? <laughs> so the hope on Blanche, that's for <laughs> others to decide. You're a Dorothy. You're such a Dorothy. Oh, for fuck's sake. You're a Dorothy. Matthew Sophia. Wiggins Matthew Rose. Sophia. And, yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. And then I'm the Blanche. As much as I don't want to be Rose, I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so... And well, I think Matt, actually, I, we, Matt, I really enjoyed you in Stop on My Mum Will Shoot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like my late career run too. That was that was pretty great. Well, the Ninja Turtles, is, is there any thoughts on that? See, I'd say, is that... That's a good which question. Ninja Turtle? I think that Wiggins is Michelangelo. Uh-huh. Party dude. Party dude. I see, I see you Donatello. as a Raphael. Yeah, I see you as a Raphael type. Rich, but... Yeah, and you're that's Leonardo. Probably, yeah, no, that sounds good. I'm with that. Choose Leonardo. Yeah, I, I um, but that might, but probably, yeah. Talking of changing, probably more when you were younger, when you're a bit more of a um, loose and not angry, but you know, yeah, more, no, more emotional man. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean, like kind of reverting back to those types. I suppose those, yeah, those troops. Well, we know um, your what what does did your wife or sister have any comments that way? I know, I didn't ask them, but they tend to be fairly observant in that kind of stuff. Um, no, but I can get back to you on that because okay. there there were um, yeah, I I would say no, not that I can remember right now. Yeah, I I, I like when I when I thought on it with um, after Jazz asked me, and I think I said this to you, Wigo, was like. I think you, when I said that Wigo had changed the least, what I thought that actually means is our relationship has changed the least in that it's still like every time I talk to you, it's like, all right, we're in year nine and we're going to talk about sport and mm. throw a Caddyshack reference in there or yep. airplane reference and uh, trading places, you know, a lot of other stuff. And it's just the same. So maybe that's, the only way to judge it but it's it's still yeah it's, it's I, I don't think we change very much though i don't think we require change of each other not of each yeah. other no no but no absolutely from not. from whatever perspective i have my answer would be matt i feel you've changed the least hmm. um in that i feel like the attitudes and um perspectives and etc that you have now were pretty much formed at the time as well so mm-hmm. it feels to me like that's probably the least change i would say rich feels like he's changed the most to me right right ellis just look keeping it about me did you say like i was mature back then hey you're you're always mr d Mr. Drummond, you knew, you were the sitcom dad who you'd go to for sage advice and wisdom. And you'd sorry, sorry, and Ellis. Ellis, and- I, I have to stop. I, I, we have to just stop so I can cry about that. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. In, in some ways. <laughs> yeah. so hang on, who's, who's the fourth then? So obviously it's 
Thank you, Ellis. That was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> so who's oh. the fourth? Sorry, we go. What do you mean? So we've got the big three. If we're going different strokes, <laughs> then Kimberly. Big... No, is it Kimberly? Uh, is there's it four. Oh, no, 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 is it Mr. T? Oh. No, come on now. There's three kids. <laughs> all... Bike shop. Let's <laughs> 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 so, yeah. see. Okay, so that, oh, that is the perfect example, right? <laughs> Of yep. the four of us yep. being the same, is yep. that there are no like there's literally no boundaries. Like we figured out where our boundaries were. In, Can I, you know, in years nine? Yes. Just going back to the Venn diagram, how many people are in the middle of chattering classes, listeners to people that will get that reference? Yeah, that's a good question. There's a, there may be like three of that. What are they called again? The Chattanoogas. I think yeah, we should call them the choo-choo's. I like Chattanoogas. The choo-choo's. Well, I mean, again, it's out of my hands. They get a, they have to form their own group and call themselves, start their own merch, all that stuff. Oh, right. So okay. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. But, again, I feel that Wigo and I are probably in the middle in terms of having changed. But I, I reckon my answer would have been different pre-pandemic. Huh. Um, Please speak on that. Well, I don't feel that I had changed that much in my you know feelings attitudes way of life at, or way of seeing things um probably up until the pandemic and i feel really old now since <laughs> since all that started like i feel a bit more um mirthless and a bit a bit less kind of fun Mm, um, really? Yeah. See, I always thought you were like that, Buckle. Well, there you go. Ellis isn't wrong. Like, of the four of us, that I wouldn't say less fun. Not less fun, definitely not. But you're also, I don't know, if, if, if we can put it as, as simply as if Wiggins is the light, then you were the darkness. What were when? Like, even, even growing up. Oh, really? So, well, like in, in comparatively. So I was just a moody little bitch. No, Is no. that what you're saying? No, no, no. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> no, no. Like, if, if Fucking we're hell, getting, we're coming if, at Buckland tonight. If we're getting, <laughs> listen, <laughs> a poodle no, beanie. Poodle beanie, tied yourself, tied yourself to a steering wheel to go around roundabouts, looked at summertime Blanche. No, yeah. there was not. We're not talking about moodiness. We're just talking about if there's balance. And uh, Wiggins oh, is the big friendly Gins. That's that's all I've met. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I suppose. Yeah, I was. I I did kind of. Uh, you know, make kind of violence based jokes a lot of the time early mm. on, and so on. So yeah, I can understand that. But also, quite learned Buckland, whereas, <laughs> whereas? not so much. <laughs> so. You know, if we're if we're looking at yings and yangs, and yeah. we can, yeah, there's there's a. You know, now, there's something for I, you. I reckon, well, there's something to do this, I reckon, because you approach, I'm going to say, 90% of things with a positive attitude, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah was, absolutely. absolutely. That was perfect. Oh, yeah? Sunny, sunny disposition, Wiggins, over here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I reckon... Uh, I have to try really hard to do that. So. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I meant by the, yeah. the balance thing. Yeah. Uh, Stu, yeah. I, I, again, we're we're all it's all focused on Buckland, but Seemingly. I, I, I have a, a question that's completely separate from this. 
I think... I threw it in a plastic bag <laughs> when I got home <laughs> and put it in Thank a you. Bin I know at there the were park. people. I know, <laughs> I know there were people who were wondering that very very same thing. Now my my question was Stu, I think, and maybe this is just from observance, and I've never really thought about it, but as we go said you said that you're quite learned. I think when that first year where we were at uni and you weren't. You seem to be doing an immense amount of reading and learning that you weren't doing at school. Is that would that be accurate? Yeah, yeah, it would. I so, so I mean, as a teacher, I, I'm really interested in that. Like, what what was it that I? That's what. If I think back to it, you had a drive of you're always reading, you're always learning about stuff after school. So, was there something like what was that? Do you think? If you can, I just think I kicked into gear too late. Yeah. Um, But also, like, I just didn't really find a classroom environment that inspiring or or whatever. Um, I also regretted pretty much all my subject choices. Right. For year 11 and 12. So, yeah, I, I think it was just an opportunity to learn about what I wanted to learn about mm. and without any outside pressure. And right. I had the motivation to do it. So it's, yeah, it didn't really need institutional pressure to, to, to do it. You know? Well, I'm going to clip that and play that for teachers everywhere. Um, <laughs> just, just remember, Stu, you're never too old to become a lifelong learner. No, I know. I, I, Every year, probably around the same time, I go, what should, should I go back and do something else? Oh. And, and, um, and then forget about it pretty much instantly, but right. it does keep coming. It does keep coming. So, but do you find, see, I have found that my life runs in five-year cycles very much. When I say cycles, five-year patterns. So things happen. I've got kind of like these little five-year plans and pretty consistently they've worked out that way. And so I think that, you know, that's there's that opportunity to kind of reinvent yourself every kind of five or so years comes about. I think you kind of do become a slightly different person with each of those kind of evolutions, if you will. Mm. Well, yeah. Thoughts? Thoughts, Wiggins? Just being comfortable in the, uh, in the silence there. It's, uh, it's nice. <laughs> Sit um, in the pause, I say. Sit in the yep. pause. Yep. Man loves, man That's my home. Pause. That's my home right <laughs> That's there. My home. That's where he feels safest. And um, strangely enough, okay. Sorry. Just a segue, again. and it's not that huge of a segue, but I've obviously just had a change. Well, I'm about to have a change in my environment. Mm. And one of the one of the things that I bring to that is literally the Pausatron 3000. <laughs> like that is... That is one of the skills that is going to stand me. Yeah, you, good you're going to have to fill in a lot of gaps there, Wiggins. What you what you're talking about? Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I'll start at the beginning. I got a new job. Good. This is perfect segue. Uh, Talk about change. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I got a new job, and that job is part of. I'm actually. I'm going to be coming under the umbrella of teachers. Which is exciting. Um, it's the um, best huh. profession in the world. Wow. It's like so, being a saint. The- <laughs> Have you got a library of memes to <laughs> start posting? The um, and start so sacrifice. I, 
I get to talk to people and I get to hopefully inspire people. Um, but one of the big things that got me this position was the fact that I'm an outstanding listener and that I will sit in silence and let people talk. And so I think that my training with you guys over this last 20 years uh, has really uh, has helped me <laughs> gain the job that I've, I've recently acquired. So, I'd so like was that the interview, all. Wiggins? You just pretty much both walked in, you sat down. So, <laughs> Good morning, just morning. Listen. And they went, and no, so you, they, no, Ben, you have to talk. You have to tell us about yourself. <laughs> mm. And you went, mm. just a lot of noises. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but sorry, I don't mean to. I, I, I can't don't mean, help sorry. but feel that you're saying that the spending 20 years with us you've learned to listen is more just about not being able to get a word in edgeway. <laughs> no, you guys, oh, hey, you guys like, uh, you guys like listening to me as well. The um, Wiggins, so I just need to just pull you up on, on something factual here that you're saying the Positron 3000 isn't you listening. That's in the middle of a sentence. No, I understand that. Talking. But it's also practice for listening because it gives people a chance to butt in and actually say something, right? Oh, is that so, what you're trying to do? It's still <laughs> silence. It's still silence, Matthew. Let, and- let me have a crack at this. The okay. Paustron 3000 yep. was a joke that we made in our previous podcast yep. where Ben left pauses so large in his sentences, we thought they had to be kind of mechanically enhanced somehow um, by a machine that uh, yep. specifically helps prolong pauses in sentences. Yeah, and the only person to ever rival him is my father. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you can count. <laughs> Occasionally, we Count thought the, the 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 is it a is it a safety song? Like if um if a radio broadcast drops out for for longer <laughs> than forty five seconds, until <laughs> <laughs> California starts playing. <laughs> that is a quite the pause. <laughs>